This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. And here. Tech Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. This week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we'll be featuring Bob, Dr. Mac Levitis, who evidently arranged for his publisher to send me some of his new books, for which I thank him. A little bit later, we'll hear from Jeff Gamut of the Mac Observer. I don't think he has any books to send. No. No, he doesn't. I guess not. This is the Tech Night Out Live. So, Bob, before we got started here, you were telling us you've got a brand new microphone from the folks at Blue Mike. Yes. The Raspberry. Raspberry Beret. You know, maybe they were fans of Prince. I don't know because I don't know that guy's music very much. In any case, it looks like a nice mic. It's kind of a reddish or raspberry face on it. It also, I assume, has a mute switch, which a lot of mics don't have, but blue mics tend to have. Yes, I'm pretty sure it does. I don't. I'm not using it now because uh, I put it on a stand, and I'm afraid it would be too noisy, and I'd bump into it. I'm wearing a headset mic for this particular broadcast, but uh, I did some testing earlier, and I recorded. Just some some voice, um, close mic, like if I were doing a radio show or something like that. Uh, and I tested it against a couple other mics, and I was very happy with its sound and its uh, rejection of sounds that are coming from off-axis, which is super, super important for a lot of this stuff, where I can't control, like, noise outside my office. So it's nice, uh, nice when a mic, you know, kind of knows what your voice is and knows what's not your voice and kind of filters out what's not your voice a little. It's highly directional is what he's trying to tell us. Does it need a windscreen? You know, I don't know if it needs one. I believe it's got one integrated. I have one of those round pop filter screens that on my mic stand that I use. Uh, I just generally use it with whatever mic I'm using. So I don't know if it needs it or not. I'd have to uh, be sibilant while testing it. Okay, well, we will not test his sibilance. I understand there's a cure for that, by the way, you know, a case of severe sibilance that causes fever and everything. Yes. Okay, speaking of which, I have a blue spark, and this is the version that goes directly into a mixer with the XLR cable. So I have an outboard USB mixer, and I do that to have a lot more control over what I'm doing or to be able to add additional mics to the feed. So that's yes. my thing. That's my problem. It has not a built-in, but an attachable windscreen. Yes. I have a Spark. They're a very nice vocal mic. Very, very nice. That's right. Gives your voice a... Professional sound. I was going to say gives your voice a spark. <laughs> you see, anything I can do for a laugh. Let me tell you something here that was really weird before we get into the weeds here. And that is, I have been... And AT&T customers for, I don't know, nine years. 
And I've run into this weird problem in recent weeks where sometimes I place a call and the ring sounds like it's really slow. And then someone answers and it's like playing a 78 record in the old days or a 45 record at 33 and a third. Because I talk very slow, strawberry fields, that kind of thing. And then the only way to fix that is to hang up and call again. Have you talked to AT&T about it yet? I did talk to them. They said they're going to do some resetting of the network settings that impact my iPhone, which I guess I can't do, but they could do it. And supposedly that would address the problem. But since it doesn't happen regularly, I don't know. So the first call back I had from AT&T, it was fine. I tried a few other calls from the same area because we assumed it was something that impacted its connection in a particular area. It was okay. They will call me back tomorrow, they promise, to see if we get proper connectivity. But that's a weird one. I'd love to be able to record that. Or use it as a special <laughs> effect on the show. <laughs> you could. You you probably could. I, I kind of know what you're talking about. I, I don't have AT&T anymore, but I do recall having calls where all of a sudden the people sounded like they were calling from the twilight zone that's what i thought of it as they were their voices were slowed down and uh, they sounded like they were underwater while they were slowed down now of course nowadays we don't say that we say that it's a result of flashpoint or it comes from the Arrowverse, (laughs) something like that you see that's the comic book thing which Bob probably has no information about, so he doesn't want to get into it. But this will be a prelude because I'm going to talk to Jeff Gamut from the Mac Observer later on, and he's, he's very really much into, into that, that stuff. Oh, yeah. he loves that stuff. So we'll possibly get into the weeds there. Let's start with something that may or may not be on your radar, but let's give it a test, okay? All right. The late 2016 MacBook Pro. Have you had one to review? I have not. Uh, I am apparently on a waiting list to review them. Um, I'm glad you reminded me. I will make a note to uh, look into that because it has been a couple of weeks, and I would like to see that touch bar thing. Now, I've never seen so much controversy about a single Apple product, so much so that the complaints about the lack of a headphone jack on the iPhone 7 sort of faded away. Wait, does the iPhone 7 not have a headphone jack? Go take a look. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I already bought a $9 adapter for the car. $9 for an adapter is a deal. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I couldn't wait to take advantage of that. And they give you one free with the phone. Yes, they do. Okay, but we'll drop that and get to the MacBook Pro. Now, we had one columnist online who says he's canceling his order because he thinks there are going to be graphics issues, which apparently there were, but he got himself a 13-inch MacBook Pro with Touch Bar, which has similar problems. So from the frying pan into the fire, I'm going all Elmer Fudd on myself here. If I could do that imitation, I'd make a lot of money. But seriously here, have you ever seen such controversy such complaints about a new apple product it's interesting you should say that because i haven't seen that many but i haven't been looking um because i'm not reviewing it 
it was off my radar. You know, I went into the store and, and touched it a few times. Um, they give you a zap. No, no, no. But, you know, I, I went into the store and, uh, you know, I launched Final Cut Pro to see what, what came up on the touch bar and stuff. And since then, I found a, I found a little free app called Touche <laughs> that lets you see the touch bar on your screen. It's just kind of a, a I don't think you can do much with it, but, but it lets you at least see what would be on your touch, on, on your touch bar if you had a touch bar. I thought that was kind of a clever little hack app. It's free, by the way. Touche! Now, my understanding is that it is functional. It does read the touch bar selections. Yeah, but you, of yeah, course, but you're going you to tap it or mouse you're, going, you're going to use your mouse to click on it, which I thought was very awkward. I tried it for about five minutes and I said, all right. That's cool when I get a MacBook Pro here with Touch Bar. I'll give well, it a workout, but, cool but this is for, absurd. What it's cool for is whatever app you launch, it shows you what would be on the Touch Bar. Some apps uh, don't make any use of it, and some apps you know, make great use of it. And more and more, I keep getting press releases that, for new releases of apps that I have that now have touch bar support, you know? So I, I look to see what kind of touch bar support, what does that look like in preparation for getting one and maybe writing a review. What's interesting about that is that app developers are rushing into this and you'd think it's only on one model line, why they're rushing into it, but we'll get into that in a moment. We have Bob Levitas. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Ally. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. This is a healthcare alert from the Pain Relief Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one suffers from knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain and have Medicare as your primary insurance, we've got great news. You don't have to suffer any longer. You can immediately qualify for a pain relieving brace at little or no cost to you by calling our 24-7 pain relief hotline at 866-389-0620. Delivery is free and all paperwork is handled for you. If you are on Medicare and have knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain, don't wait. You can qualify to immediately receive a pain relieving brace at little or no cost by calling our 24-7 pain hotline now at 866-389-0620. Our representatives are standing by 24-7 to take your call and rush you your pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you. Shipping is free and all paperwork is handled for you. 
Just call 866-389-0620. That's 866-389-0620. Again, 866-389-0620. The EPA says the air in our homes is up to five times more contaminated than outside air. The solution is not just to filter your air, but detox it. UVforlife.com now offers a doctor-recommended UVforlife.com sterilization unit to kill over 99% of viruses, bacteria, molds, and dangerous chemicals. Go to UVforlife.com. Add promo code GCN at checkout to save $100. That's UV, the number four, life.com. UVforlife.com. Don't just filter your air. Detox it. If you or someone you love is suffering from hearing loss, please stay tuned for a special free offer from the makers of a revolutionary hearing breakthrough called Listen Clear. Listen Clear is precisely designed by top audio engineers to fit the ear almost invisibly, and it can be adjusted to find the perfect way to hear everything in every listening environment. Right now, we're offering absolutely free in-home trials to everyone who calls now. 1-800-957-9652. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also receive free shipping and free batteries for life. Listen Clear is lightweight and practically invisible, so people won't notice when you're wearing it. So again, if you or someone you love is suffering from hearing loss, please give them or yourself this life-changing 100% free in-home trial with free shipping and free batteries for life. For free information, call now. 1-800-957-9652. That's 1-800-957-9652. 1-800-957-9652. In these uncertain times, it makes sense to have a sustainable backup method to cook food and boil water. If your current plan includes using a fuel-burning stove or cooking over an open fire, then there's a much better way. The Miniman Rocket Stove is a biomass-burning cooking stove that only requires small quantities of sticks and twigs for fuel. The Miniman Stove is easy to use, smokeless, portable, powerful, and sustainable. For the finest in survival cooking stoves and fire starters made right here in the USA, go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. We have Bob Levitas joining us. I'm Gene Steinberg. If you really want to support the Tech Night Owl Live for the holidays, give Tech Night Owl Plus a try. Go to plus.technightowl.com. Subscribe to a commercial-free version of this show with better audio. And a few months back, as a matter of fact, Bob was doing this satire song about iTunes Must Die, which Apple, of course, rejected. And we had the full song in stereo only to subscribers of Tech Night Owl Plus. But let's continue. Ooh, Isn't that nice? I'm a perk. I'm a perk. That's right. He's become a perk. Perky Bob has become a perk or something like that. We will continue here talking about the MacBook Pro with the touch bar. And it seems developers are really running into it. And I suspect one reason is Apple is probably going to make a version of the Magic Keyboard, keyboard with touch bar. Now, it's going to be really? complicated. It's going to be expensive. Yeah, do you think it's going to be expensive? And I don't know. I thought about it. I think maybe they will, maybe they won't. But I think you can bet it will be available on more products in the future. 
Well, the thing here is, which gets complicated, you've got all this extra stuff, the touch bar. You've also got another processor, an ARM-based processor, a separate operating system, all this capability, the, the Touch ID capability. And to do that, of course, I assume the Bluetooth standard will allow for it, or maybe it won't. They have to wait to Bluetooth 5, which has just been approved and it's coming online next year. I'm not sure. But if they can make it work, it's not going to be $99 like a Magic Keyboard. It's going to be maybe $149 or $199. What do you think? I think $199. But I wonder if for the iMac, if they had a wired keyboard where it got the power from the Mac they could you know get that and build it into so that if if they put it in the iMac and then start putting it in all the new uh, laptops as they come out in a year or 18 months it'll be across the product lines and you know no 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 wired keyboard apple is not going to do a wired keyboard they're running away from that then they're going to have to add well you know they didn't it didn't seem to bother them to uh up the price of Mac, the the like entry price of a MacBook Pro by a couple hundred bucks to to accommodate the Touch Bar. Well, so that's I understand it, that, but I'm saying to you is there won't be a wired keyboard. Yeah, there'll be a wireless put, keyboard that will be, as we say, one ninety nine. But remember here when we talk about the price of the MacBook Pro, remember the price of the MacBook Pro when it first had a Retina display. Yeah, it was about the same. Mm, yeah, there was a premium, but there's still a premium for Retina displays. Yes, there is. But right now, the price of last year's MacBook Pro is several hundred dollars less than the original model. So what they've done is now reverted to the original price policy. And over the next year or two, the price will come down again. Perhaps. I mean, uh, it to me, it doesn't make sense to buy, like... If you're going to use the computer for a few years to buy the entry level, because it always has too little of something to be useful right out of the box. And, and you know, I, I tend to look at the sweet spot as being maybe one notch above the top of the line. So processor, you know, I don't have to have the very fastest, but if I'm going to keep the machine a few years, I think probably the second to the fastest is is a good choice and same thing with video it's like yeah i I probably want the better video option for whatever i'm going to do so you know minor when i look at a laptop i'm looking at at least a couple grand it's going to be twenty five hundred three thousand dollars by the time i'm done but they last five years and they're the only computer i have i don't have to have two anymore and and the truth is, with a big display and a MacBook Pro, you know, I'm fully functional, you know? Uh, I used to have to have a Mac Pro also, a big tower, to do the things I do now. And I bought last year's MacBook Pro, the 2015, with the uh, card slot and, you know, USB and Thunderbolt. And it's, uh, I'm in no need of another MacBook Pro. By the way, I have a 2011 MacBook Pro that died last month. Took it to the Apple store, made an appointment at the Genius Bar, and I was prepared to hear that it was going to be, you know, hundreds of dollars to fix. Because it was it was dead, and the video was wobbly, and it, it was obviously bad hardware stuff. I figured it was either motherboard or video, the whole display, or the video 
the video card, I don't know. It didn't look like it was going to be something that was easily solved. I couldn't install an operating system on it. I couldn't get it to boot from an external disk. It was munged. So I brought it in, and I'm ready to hear 400 bucks or something. And uh, much to my surprise, it was under some program, and it was free. It was, uh, you know, one of those... The motherboards on this model number from this serial number to this was uh, under a free repair recall thing. I was shocked. Now, I have a 2010 17-inch MacBook Pro, which has now become vintage. And because it's vintage, Apple is under no obligation to support it, to fix it, to even have the parts for it anymore. And unless you live in California or one or two European countries, that's it for you. If you want to get that thing fixed, you got to go to a third-party dealer, hope they can find the parts, or just sell it off on eBay and get something new, which maybe you, I will next year. I'm trying to keep it going. Have you taken it to the Genius Bar for anything? No. If something happens, I highly recommend you do it, and I'll tell you why. There's no charge for it, no matter you know what, just to walk in and make your appointment and have them tell you what's wrong with it. In many cases... Either the cost of fixing it or the not cost, like for me, it was the the no cost of fixing it, will surprise you. For a lot of these things, they have something, it's not really, I don't think, advertised, but it's it's called a flat rate repair. I think for iPads and, and iDevices, they talk about it pretty openly. But if you have a broken MacBook or iMac, a lot of times they will say, well, we have a flat rate repair. We'll put it back to the way it was for, you know, $400 or $300. So I kind of expected to hear that, and it was it turned out to be free. I was pleasantly surprised. And, and it got me to thinking, I don't think I own any other brand of product where that's likely to happen five years out, six years out. Right, but you're forgetting here. Because this model, the 2010, is vintage, Apple is not going to support it anymore, unless I live in California. If I move to California, I can fix it. Make the appointment. Why? Well, you're working I'm fine. You, I'm not going to buy no, I have nothing no, no, wrong I'm with it. Nothing it is breaks, wrong with if it. If it breaks. But Pardon? if it breaks, make an appointment and let a sure. genius have at it, because they take it as a challenge. They'll look at it and go, okay, I can get this thing running. And even then, if it's not officially supported by Apple anymore? Even if it's not officially supported. In fact, the older and more vintage, the better, I think. Well, if anything Guys, happens, and nothing's happened, I've got to do a break, sir. If anything the- happens to my MacBook Pro, I will try first, before I even consider whether to just get rid of it. We have Bob Levitis. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night High Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. How confident are you in your food storage? If it was all you had to rely on, would it sustain your family? Hard times, good times, or any time, Numana Storable Food is the proven superior choice. Learn for yourself what happened when one man ate only Numana Storable Food for an entire month. Online at PowerPrepper.com. That's PowerPrepper.com. Experience the Numana difference. America-made food stores all love to eat. Yum! 
We use cell phones against our heads every day. But now, a landmark U.S. government study confirms increased health risks from exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The time to protect yourself is now. The solution is Defender Shield. Proudly made in the USA, Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation emitted from cell phones, tablets, and laptops. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. Use discount code DEFENDER for 10% off. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in EMF radiation protection. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-615-7709. That's 800-615-7709. 800-615-7709. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-704-6182. A Place for Mom offers free one-on-one advice from local advisors and a personalized list of senior living communities you can visit. If you have questions about senior care for your mom or dad, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. Call A Place for Mom in the next 10 minutes to get your free ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-704-6182. That's 1-800-704-6182. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Calben Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Live with Gene Steinberg. It's the Tech Night Owl. Because you never know what's going to happen next.
So let's go back to the MacBook Pro, which Bob doesn't have yet. So the touch bar, you know, he's got to use it before he could talk about it. But some of the other complaints are kind of crazy and some are not. So, well, okay, let's so, talk so. about, I think, a little crazy. Ports. There are some Windows notebooks with 32 gigabytes of RAM. Apple well, has always topped out at 16 gigabytes of RAM. Not always, just this model. Well, we're talking about just notebooks. We're not talking about desktop models. I mean, I've got an iMac with 32 gigabytes, but we're talking my, about the notebooks I that think, top out at 16. I think my, no, I think that my, my uh, MacBook Pro from 2015 it will take 32 gigs. No, it doesn't. I bet it will. Where's my Mac tracker? Hold on. He's going to check his Mac tracker to see if that would take 32. Because I don't recall that option being offered for last year's MacBook Well, this year I know that you can't put 32. Right. Last year, check your Mac tracker and see. You can also Uh check Mac sales and see what they have to say about it. Yeah, but I have Mac Tracker in my applications folder. I think it'll be faster. All right. Go for it. While he's going for it, I'm going to look at Mac Sales. And see, Mac Mac Sales, I'm going to look at the 2015 MacBook Pro. And because I have a magic keyboard, you can't hear me typing. All right. Now, obviously, you can't upgrade the memory. That's, you know, part of the problem right there. But so far as I can see, 16 is the top line about that. Processor, storage, media, keyboard, trackpad, memory and graphics, 16 gigabytes, built-in maximum 16 gigabytes. I told you. And you can't change it. No. Because it's it's soldered onto the logic board. You cannot change it. So anyway, because there are some Windows notebooks with 32, Phil Schiller was asked, why can't you do that here? He said you'd have to use a different kind of memory controller which supports slower memory and would result in using a lot more power. The battery life would be sharply reduced. Okay. All right. That's the reason. I guess they're saying future generations of the Intel processors will allow for it, but not yet. Not with a Skylake. So that's one thing. But they're saying, well, maybe Apple should offer a second model just for people who need more. Yeah, well... It would be a low production model because I'm kind of betting that only a fraction of the user base would even care. So I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe they should just stop calling them pro. You know, <laughs> I am not going to make that assumption. That's another argument. Don't call a MacBook Pro. But then well, if, if you, you look at Apple's demonstration, what are they doing to show off the touch bar? In addition to the DJ Pro app, they're showing Final Cut Pro 10. And they're showing Adobe Photoshop. They're saying this is for professional users. We have a much faster, a much faster solid state drive, support up to two terabytes, which costs an arm, a leg, and a foot. If you can do that, and you can't change the drive because it's soldered onto the logic board right. with the touch bar model. So if you want to update or get a bigger hard drive, it's gotta be paying twice as much or more from Apple because you have no choice. That's another complaint. You know, that Apple doesn't let you change anything. This has a repairability rating, according to iFixit, the touch bar equipped models of 1 out of 10. There isn't much you can do to fix it. In fact, anything that goes wrong, just take it back to a dealer. Don't even think about trying to do something. Well, I'm switching to 
a surf a Microsoft Surface Pro is going to be my next computer because I can get as much RAM as I want in it, and it'll run Windows 10, which is just like Mac OS. They tell me. I'm kidding. I know you're kidding. I walked in. <laughs> I walked into the Microsoft store and I said, "How much did you pay those people in those commercials to say this is how I work?" <laughs> You know, the Marvel people, you ever see the commercial for Marvel? It's some lady who says, I work all day with visualization and models, and the Surface is the best computer I've ever had, way better than my old Mac. (laughs) So how much did you pay her? Can I go to their office and see if they're all using Microsoft stuff? They probably made that commercial on a Mac with Final Cut Pro Ten. Well, I wouldn't doubt it, and, you know, it's likely that the post-production people are using Macs to do what it is they're doing, except for the rendering, where, you know, it's cheaper to just have a whole farm full of cheap computers. But, you know, I mean, I I only know a handful of of heavy-duty graphics and and, uh, 3D modeling and, you know, 3D... All that image stuff uh, that use PCs at all. Uh, I don't know. I wonder how much it's going to take for people like Burt Monroy to say, I'll run Photoshop on a PC because I got the touch screen and blah, blah, blah. And Windows really is a lot like Mac OS now. I don't think that'll ever happen for me, but, you know, people who need 64 gigabytes of RAM, what are they going to do? Well, Apple is doing what they've always done here, which is to keep the product line simple. And supposedly, maybe by next year, when newer Intel processors are shipping in quantity, they'll be able to get around this. And I think that's part of it. The other complaint was, why didn't Apple use the KB Lake processor? And the problem with that is the quad cores weren't shipping yet. Okay. So Skylake was as late as they could go for quad core. That's another complaint. Well, and quad core, I think, is important. I don't know. From, from what I hear, um, it makes a big difference with the last couple of generations of Mac OS X which I think are optimized for quad-core and uh, uh, solid-state drives. So, you know, the older your Mac gets, the less optimized the next operating system will be for it. Thank you for telling me. Mm -hmm. I will go forth with that knowledge and conquer something or (laughs) another. All right. And now there are a couple of real problems with the MacBook Pro. These are basically perceptions. The real problems, number one, they fixed it now, but there was a boot camp audio driver problem that you went to boot camp to run Windows. And upon installing Windows and they install these boot camp drivers, the original drivers would fry the speakers of the MacBook Pro. Oh, okay. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, yeah. Or, or as they used to say on row on the Jetsons. Okay. Ruh-roh. In any case, and that's worse than comic books, in any case, that problem has been fixed, and if you do have 
a situation where your MacBook Pro speakers are fried and they have tiny tweeters in the speakers, according to Kyle Weens of iFixit. It's like two speakers in one. And probably it's the tweeters that are being fried by a spike of current of some sort. If that happens, they have to replace the unit and you go to Apple if it happens to you. That's it. Mm-hmm. Or until you install the new boot camp with the new drivers, turn the volume down or use your headphones. It still has a headphone jack, by the way. Okay. The second problem is graphics glitches. And supposedly the forthcoming 10.12.2 Mac OS Sierra update fixes that. That's according to Craig Federighi in a quoted email, widely quoted email to a Mac user. We don't know if it's real or not, but there were reports anecdotally that the public beta versions of this Sierra update do fix the problem. So that's it. You know, it's the early stuff that causes problems. Remember the first MacBook Pro with Retina display in 2012 had the dual graphics on the 15-inch models, you know, the integrated graphics and the separate graphics chip. NVIDIA at the time, they had problems that sometimes required replacing the computer. So, you know, this is nothing new. Bob Levitis, I don't want to say he's nothing new. He's been around for a while, but he's always interesting to have on the show. This is the Tech Night Out Live. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. This is Ben Gordon, and if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, Power Swabs is the answer. In five minutes, you'll see two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. There's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Power Swabs, call 1-800-290-8480. Your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free. 1-800-290-8480. That's 1-800-290-8480. 
Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. Hello again. My name is Gary Clark. I'm the actor who's turning 80 in August who played the part of Steve on the 1960s Western TV series, The Virginian. Now, those of you who've suffered the side effects of prescribed medicines know what I'm talking about. And those of you who have watched the devastating effects that worrying about you has had on your loved ones. And what I shared a few months ago is only part of the story. I neglected to mention how One World Whey protein powder has affected my life. Now, I realize this is not dinner table conversation conversation, but here goes anyway. One World Way solved my irregularity. I'd been plagued with constipation for years, and I thought it would be that way for the rest of my life. Three weeks on One World Way set me on a new path. That was five months ago, and I haven't been irregular since. Will it work the same way for you? I don't know. It worked for me. Call 888-988-3325 or visit OneWorldWay.com. That's OneWorld, W-H-E-Y.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. With Bob Levitis, we continue. MacBook Pro, well, We're going to drop it here because Bob hasn't gotten his yet, and he'll give us his perceptions, and we'll see. In the meantime, you got new books out. You got books, sure, about the iPad, about what iOS and macOS Sierra? All of my books, all of them. iPhone, iPad, and uh, Sierra for dummies. They're all out now, finally. It was a long haul, but we made it, and uh, you can now get those books at Amazon.com is my my favorite place because they generally have them in stock, whereas if you go to a physical bookstore, one never knows. Do one. Well, first you have so. to find a physical bookstore. <laughs> that's sad. Yes, that's true. I still have a Barnes & Noble not too far from here. and You know, I sometimes like to go there to browse for fiction, but when you're looking for a particular title, Going to a bookstore is a bad bet. I'm sorry. Amazon has made that a bad bet. Yes, Much as I like bookstores. And I try to support them, but, you know, one can only do so much. I would not go there looking for a particular tech title because they don't stock that many. Uh, whereas Amazon not only has them, they have them at a discount and rarely out of stock. Rarely are they out of stock. 
And remember, too, the Amazon Marketplace, which is a place where independent retailers set up shop. If they don't have the book, some retailer will have it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And chances are it'll be at a discount off the uh, cover price or the sticker price. Or if you want, hey, you know, it's the gift season and I was writing a gift column and I thought, you know, my my books make great gifts for people who are new to the Mac, the iPad or the iPhone or uh, don't know how to do stuff, you know? Spoiler, spoiler, sales pitch coming. That was the sales pitch. That's all? All three books make really great gift items. I will uh, I'll send you uh, links to them, and, and you can put them on your website or something. Well, if these are Amazon <laughs> links, I can pull some cash from Amazon. Well, yeah, but what if they already have my affiliate code in them? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll, I'll get you links to swap them without out. the affiliate. All right, I'll get you the links with affiliate codes. Those I have on a quickie, you know, on a uh, what do you call it? Keyboard shortcut. We don't say quickies anymore. No, quickies is dead. But I, I actually use something a lot like it called Keyboard Maestro, which is awesome uh, for automating stuff. But Somewhere or another, I have it here. It is book links times three. So uh, I'm going to send them to you because you'll like them. You can strip out the thing yourself. The links. By the uh, way, there is still a Quick Keys, Quick Keys 4. And they claim that Quick Keys 4 substantially works with 10.7 Lion, 10.8 Mountain Lion, 10.9 Mavericks, 10.10 Yosemite, 10.11 El Capitan, 10.12 Sierra. Oh my goodness, they're still in business? Who knew? Who knew? Isn't that strange? You know, well, it's it's the same app that hasn't been updated in years, and they're just coasting along, I guess. I guess, but you know, it's funny because. For years, I I wrote about it in books and said what a great product it was and how everybody should have it if they're using a Mac and blah, blah, blah. I would think they would, you know, occasionally send me a press release or something. I didn't know they were still alive. How about that? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the guy that wrote Quickies, Don Brown, passed away a few years ago. But I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure somebody told me he... Yeah, they have a set of eight or nine items here at the support site from Startly, which is the company that makes Quickies, explaining what to do in case you run into problems. So when they say substantially, it may require extra steps to run that Quickie. I don't know. Of course, you start worrying about automation now, about the fact that Sal Savoyan is gone from Apple. Yes. This has been a bad year. David Bowie died this year. So did Keith Emerson and Greg Lake and Prince. It's been a really bad year. And let's not even talk about elections. <laughs> so is he now going to go out alone, Palmer? Yeah, it's going to be Palmer and Palmer and Palmer. He'll triple track himself. Oh, it was very sad. I saw one of David Bowie's last concerts several years ago with Grayson. And then I think months later, he had a heart attack. And although he continued to make albums, he, I don't think, ever performed again. 
This well, was back like 10 years ago or something like that. We have a t-shirt somewhere. He was, that was one of the first concerts I ever went to in Los Angeles after I moved from Chicago. I was in like my second year of high school and he played at the Santa Monica Civic. And uh, it was a transcendent experience. It changed my life. Made me a rock and roll, a rock and roller for the, just after seeing that, all I could think was, there's hope for music, you know, after the Beatles. Hmm. Just, of course, trivia doesn't affect anybody. But one of the producers of one of David Bowie's albums, uh, he's kind of a synthesizer program by the name of Rob Sabino, also produced some tracks for my wife. He did some wonderful, wonderful drum tracks. So he did a lot of the stuff in the Let's Dance album. So and he also worked on Madonna's early stuff. That's how close we came to the producer arranger guy. <laughs> That's about it. And I remember David Bowie once had an online service. Do you remember that? Yes. I don't remember what it was called, though. Something like Bowie Net or something like that. And why? Okay, here's the trivia question before we get on. All right? Okay. Why? Why did David Jones become David Bowie? Because there was another David Jones in the uh, Singers Guild, Musicians Guild. That David Jones being the guy with... The monkey guy. Yeah. Okay, speaking of rock and roll, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees for induction for 2017 include Chaka Khan... The Electric Light Orchestra, they're not in there yet? They John should Baez. be. Jeff they're not. Yes, Jeff Lynn is brilliant. Exactly, yes. The Zombies, The Cars, Steppenwolf, Pearl Jam, Journey, Janet Jackson. Oh, right, you know, wait a minute. Nah, I don't know, that's not rock and roll. I love Janet, but that's not rock and roll. Yeah, I just don't understand why she's there, but, you know. However... Because they're because they're inducting the zombies, I'll give them that. They're, that's okay then, because the zombies deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, after fifty years. You know, I saw them last year, <laughs> and they played Oracle and Odyssey from the the whole album from start to finish with all the uh, still living members of the zombies playing, and it was amazing. That was a great album in 1960-whatever-eight when it came out. I can still listen to it today, and they played it better than, you know, even the album that I've been listening to for 50 years. I think it was 1966, maybe, because it was 40, no, 47. No, they said they didn't want, it was 19, I think, uh, 68 or 69, and they said, we didn't know how many of us would still be alive for 50 years, so we're doing it now. Now, Rod Argent, one of the key members of the group, is still alive. He was there. He was there, and he is as vital as ever. He's 71 years old, by the way. Played fantastically, and believe it or not, the original singer is still in the group, Colin Blundstone, and his voice is amazing for a guy that's 70-some years old. It's like listening to John Fogarty, who's also like 70 years old. And he still sounds great, although he sings everything a little bit lower than he used to. 
Well, he's got to, but I heard him perform live, so to speak, on the Howard Stern show. He's fantastic. He's and it's just him incredible. and the guitar, and now you have that fabulous voice still there. And as you say, maybe he has to sing in a bit of a lower register, but... But he's still got that voice. That voice never goes away. We, so does Don Henley. Speaking of people who don't go away, Bob Levitas never goes away. He just waits for the commercials to be run. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Don't know what contaminants are lurking in your water? Time to get a ProPure. Take advantage of ProPure's holiday sale. Save 25% on all ProPure water filter products. Sales good through December 31st. There's a ProPure water filter for you. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. If you or someone you care about loves outdoor adventure, then check out Slingbow.com for some unique holiday gift ideas. That's Slingbow.com, where we have some innovative new products for the archer, hunter, or bow fishing enthusiast in your family. Now through January, use the promo code HOLIDAY to get free shipping in the U.S. or Canada. And from all of us at Slingbow Industries, have a safe, joyous, and peaceful holiday season. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So in terms of trivia, I was looking up Rod Argent, and he also played with Ringo Starr and his all-star band. Yes, he did. In one of the yeah earlier incarnations, the latest one has uh, Todd Rundgren and uh, the guy from Journey, Greg Rowley, guy from Mr. Mister. They were really good. I saw them last year. Ringo traded in his band every year for a lot of uh, for many years, and then this band has been like the last three years. He likes them so much, he just has kept them. I almost met Ringo. I had a the like near Ringo experience. I. I was standing 10 feet away. Todd Rundgren said, do you want to meet Ringo? And I said, 
come on, don't tease me. He said, no, really, I'll, I'll introduce you to the boss here. Come on. And as we were walking over to, to be introduced, Kinky Friedman walks up, puts his arm around Ringo, and they walk in the dressing room and close the door. That's my near Ringo, my near Beatle experience. Here's mine. Okay, remember when John and Yoko had this sleep-in for peace in Toronto? A be-in, wasn't it? Uh, Something like that. They did Give Peace a Chance was recorded there. Okay, here's what happened. I heard about it from the wire service guy. And I got this release on the wire services. I called the hotel. He left the day before. Had he stayed another day, I might have had a chance to talk to him because he was taking phone calls from the media. Hmm. I almost met President Obama in Germany. How so? Uh, I went on a thing this year, a uh, uh, junket, and... We, one of the things that we were there for was Hanover Messe, which is the Hanover Trade Fair. It's a huge tech show. Not tech, but it's basically a, a industrial show with a heavy tech emphasis. It's the largest trade show in the world. It takes up like 37 buildings, permanent buildings on a like five-acre site. It's huge. And it's, it's just... Uh, it's like CES, but in a Hanover, Germany, in a building that's designed specifically for a huge trade show, or in a series of buildings designed for a huge trade show. Pretty amazing. I'm trying to find a picture. I'm going to send you a picture. Send me a picture. From Germany. This is my favorite selfie ever from Germany. Me and my friend, Barry. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. After we've had our almost meeting a Beatle experience, which of course means nothing now, I guess. You know, I'd love to meet Paul well, or Ringo, fewer, but you know, I mean, there's fewer Beatles than there were. It's harder to meet a Beatle. You, know? you can meet a Yoko or something. I think you could still meet a Yoko, yes. Still meet a Yoko. You can still meet George Harrison's wife or his son. And remember the sons of John Lennon, Sean. Of course. And Julian, whose music career kind of faded after, what, a couple of years? Yeah, I wonder what happened to that guy, Julian Lennon. Why are we doing this? What have you reviewed lately, Bob Levitas? I'll tell you, I've, I did a gift guide. And so let me tell you a few of my favorite gifts other than, I mean, aside from my books. My books are, of course, a good gift. But besides that, I got this little tripod called a Kinu Stance. You ever hear of a Kinu stance? 25 bucks at Amazon.com, and it's a little keychain that atta- it's so small you can attach it to your keychain, which I've done, and it, uh, it connects to your iPhone by this little flexible connector that goes in the lightning port. So it's, it's just... Hang on, I've got a picture I'll send you. It's uh, Oh, and it also serves as a bottle opener, which I think is a pretty nice like bonus feature. Send it. Yeah. If I send it, will you will you Here, I'm going to send you there. There you go. I do put some links on these 
episodes, not a lot because we like to keep them short. We point people to your site. Tell us more about the product. Hold on. That one was really good, and I'm going to send you a picture of it, but I've also just got some clip lenses for my new iPhone. I had them for my old iPhone. that They weren't exactly right because, you know, the new iPhone six uh, 7 Plus has two lenses, which made it, you know, uh, slightly different from older iPhones, so my old lenses didn't work. So I got the new ones, and I really like them. They're, they're just great. And, you know, I was at the Apple store, and I saw that there there's a new kind of lens out that's made with uh, Carl Zeiss optics and the reviews are really good but they're really expensive they're like $200 a lens and i thought you know what these are these are good enough for me and it's like the one i got is three lenses it's a 3 in 1 lens set for i think $89 and so you know i've got this wonderful uh super wide angle lens i've got a fisheye and then if i remove the fisheye there's a macro lens under that so it's pretty pretty cool i got some uh, pretty nice effects i can use with my new iphone so i like those a lot i also uh like grado headphones have you ever used a grado headphone i have one about 24 inches for me right now they're my favorite of all. I mean, I have I have a set of the Sony, whatever they are, MDR, V600s, the regular studio cans for when I'm recording. But for listening to music, I really, really, really love. And I've got the inexpensive model. I've got the uh, SR60. And now that they, they don't even make this SR60 anymore. It's an SR60E, I think. And they're really, really sweet. And they're under $100. It's like I've tested a lot of much more expensive headphones that, to me, don't sound, you know, noticeably better. Now, I I admit, I'm 61. My ears aren't what they used to be. But over the years, I've tested tons of headphones. And my my Grados SR60s, which I've had for 15 years, still sound better than almost every other headphone I, I get sent for review now admittedly i don't get a lot of high-end headphones anymore but at 80 dollars, this isn't a high-end headphone at all it's am i coming in clear because i'm having a little glitch here am i okay yeah yeah there was a second there where you sounded weird but you're okay now where'd i sound weird about a minute ago two minutes ago oh but it was like one sentence and it just kind of all right we'll have to it resolved itself Okay, I have the SR225, which I got for review maybe five, six years ago. And they oh, didn't ask for it back. Grades, they, they're, they're about two grades above mine, uh, which must be better. I mean, I haven't listened to them in a long time, but I would imagine yours are even better than mine. And yours are only a couple hundred dollars now, maybe 250 This is about probably a step or two from the top of the line. Right. No, they have actually three lines now. They have like high, really high-end reference stuff that's in the like couple thousand dollar range. Their their regular stuff goes up to five or six or I think five. I, I don't know. I just looked at the prices the other day because I thought, you know, as good as these are, there are two more or three more models in the SR series that are above them. 
Maybe I should invest in better ones. We'll see. They're made in Brooklyn and have been since 19-something, which I think is very cool. They made phono cartridges back in the 50s, I think. They still do. And, yeah, and now we have this alleged vinyl resurgence. So if you want a really top-quality phono cartridge, you get a Grado, which, of course, is what I had in those days. Let me just... Let me just say it's not alleged. Both of my kids have turntables and vinyl. I don't. Mine's long gone, you know. Long ago, I thought, who would ever want to go back to this? You know what? We'll go back into vinyl and more in our next segment with Bob Levitas. I'm Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Out Live. (laughs) Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite Graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features, and most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. This is a life-changing message for anyone with sleep apnea who is on the go and tired of dragging around a big, bulky home CPAP device. Now there's finally a portable device that's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. You can even add a battery that's as tiny as a deck of cards. It's the Transcend Mini CPAP. And if you're one of the first 100 callers, you can try Transcend risk-free for 10 days. So call now, 1-800-441-9833. Transcend is the world's first portable mini CPAP device. It gives you the freedom to sleep in total comfort anywhere you are. Our smallest and most advanced portable design ever, Transcend is so small and so light, you can fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. It's FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. To guarantee your 10-day in-home trial, you must be one of the first 100 callers to call miniCPAP.com now. 1-800-441-9833. Again, that's 1-800-441-9833. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live-underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional, off-the-grid mobile survival bug-out house that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement? You bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. 
reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with reputationdefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit reputationdefender.com. In these uncertain times, it makes sense to have a sustainable backup method to cook food and boil water. If your current plan includes using a fuel-burning stove or cooking over an open fire, then there's a much better way. The Miniman Rocket Stove is a biomass-burning cooking stove that only requires small quantities of sticks and twigs for fuel. The Miniman Stove is easy to use, smokeless, portable, powerful, and sustainable. For the finest in survival cooking stoves and fire starters made right here in the USA, go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. So then... You say here, Bob Levitas, that you have two kids with vinyl. I understand it leaks. No, I'm kidding. I have kids it gets with vinyl hot. fetishes, let me tell you. I'm not going to say anything. I mean, people are entitled to their preferences. Supposedly, though, vinyl grossed close to $500 million a year last year. Well, you know, I'm sorry for all the vinyls that give their life so that that may happen. But, yeah, I think there's a resurgence. And, you know, to me... Here's the thing. People who love vinyl will tell you it sounds warmer and has a, adds a certain character to, to music. And to me, vinyl was just a terrible format that was really susceptible to any kind of touching. You know, every time you played it, you degraded your copy a little. Whereas digital copies, you know, sound the same the 150th time you listen to them as they did the first time and and so when i was able to convert to cd first and then rip those into digital files on my computer i was happy to do that and and that warmth or whatever it is that vinyl people hear i don't miss it at all it's distortion my friend i mean if you want warmth if the person who records that track wants warmth they'll do something but well, isn't the real, the best reproduction what is closest to the original master tape? Well, here's the thing. When they were mastering these albums in the 60s and before, they were mastering them for tape. And they were leaving the headroom tape required. And because of that, some of them probably aren't as clear and clean and uh punchy as they could be and and what started to happen that i think is great is a lot of artists went back and remastered their earlier stuff but with an ear towards digital rather than vinyl and so you'll see a lot of uh albums that you loved when you were young have been re-released in the 90s and the oddies and even in the uh, teens uh as as re- remastered or 
remixed and remastered sometimes even where they go back to the original 24 track tape and rebalance the tracks and then remaster for for uh digital and a lot of those really do sound better part of it also was they remastered originally for vinyl right and vinyl vinyl you gotta do all sorts of tricks and i spent a little time in the studio with one or two mastering engineers and they showed me what they did and they had to do all sorts of trickery to make the final record sound good on the twenty thousand dollar turntable and the twenty nine ninety five record player they have to play and not skip on the cheap record player and still sound good on the more expensive one they had to do a lot of compromises and i guess people like the compromises more than that, they were mixing at first for AM radio also, and then for AM and FM radio. And, well, and all the old Motown music was mastered for AM radio. That's right. Mastered on a little oratone speaker. Mono. A little mono oratone speaker. And you know what? If you listen to the original Beatle recordings in mono, as opposed to the later stereo remasters... I think they sound better. Well, it's know. how they were originally done. Now, later on, the Beatles went to stereo. But the first, what, few albums yep. were mono, and then they took the master recordings, and for America, mostly, they re-released them and did kind of a rush job to make them stereo, kind of a quickie job. And that wasn't good because it didn't reflect the original. The problem that bothers me about the remastering is not getting a better recording. Like, for example, the second generation remastering of The Doors, I think, sounds much better than the originals. But the problem is here is that part of this is to sell you the same album again. How many times do you want to buy the Beatles albums all over again? There are just so many albums, so many alternate mixes, (laughs) so many hidden gems, Why do you want to buy that thing over and over again? That brings up a whole different subject. I don't buy anything anymore. I lease. (laughs) I'm an Apple Music user. I have 30 million songs, and so does my whole family. And it costs me less than it used to cost me to buy music, most of which I don't listen to. Okay, and of course, if something happens to your credit card and you don't pay for a month or two, what happens to your music? It goes away, except the, except for the 17,000 songs I own already. But I don't care, because I'm not going to do that. I'd rather uh, eat beans or potatoes all month than miss a payment to Apple Music. <laughs> to each his own. I want to I own music. music. I don't want to depend on somebody's third-party system yeah, not working, server. a yeah, financial issue where I can't pay that month, and I've gone through a lot of those in my life. I don't want to depend on that. I want to know when I plunk that money down. I but get my album, thing. and that's it. I, I have, own it. I have 18,000 songs or 16,000 songs that I own, and I'm happy with that. But as far as new songs, there's not that many that I would even want to buy. And if they all went away, all the stuff I've saved from Apple Music that I get to listen to for free, if they all went away tomorrow, I'd go out and I'd buy maybe you know five or six new albums, and I'd be caught up. So I, it's not you know most of the music I like I've already bought. Apple Music just gives me a way to listen to the rest of it without buying all of the albums with all of the stuff I don't want to listen to. 
right? Sure, why not? Okay. That's to each his own. I prefer to own my music. I tried Apple Music when it first came out for three months. And the last two months, I was hardly using it. And so when it came time to allow for auto-renew, I said, well, what am I doing this for? Did you have Spotify before that? No. Okay, see, I had Spotify before that, and I loved it, and I paid for it for three years. The problem was Spotify doesn't offer a family plan is one thing that's a problem. And the second thing is, more importantly, uh, Spotify uh, doesn't work with Siri. And I just love being able to say to Siri, hey, you, play music by the Beatles, play music by the Rolling Stones, play, uh, you know, whatever. That, to me, is worth half of the price of admission right there. And I'm very happy with it. Bob Levitas, Bob Levitas, please tell our listeners where we can find more of all the things that you do. Go to BobLevitas.com, which will take you to WorkingSmarterForMacUsers.com. And if you want to purchase an autographed copy of any of my books for Hanukkah or Christmas, you can contact me at Doc at BobLevitas.com. D-O-C, Doc as in short for Dr. Mac at BobLevitas.com. Bob Levitas, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me, Gene. This was really fun. Happy holidays to you and your listeners. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Did you know your car can be hacked just like your computer or phone? Hackers can hijack the signal of your own key fob to burglarize your vehicle in seconds. The Black Hole Faraday Key Fob Bag is a signal and penetrable shield that stops these hacks in their tracks. Protect one of your most valuable assets. Go to HackProofBag.com. That's HackProofBag.com. And use promo code RADIO to get 20% off. Or call 805-222-4584. 805-222-4584. Are you living your passion? Are you pumped to go to work because you get to talk about or work with or do the things that interest you the most? Is working, playing, and relaxing one and the same? As long as you're working for someone else, you'll never be living entirely true to yourself and your passion. I'm Pharmacist Keith. Let me show you how you can work around your current schedule, create the extra income so you can live your passion. Visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com. Radio.recordedvideo.com. Winter has just begun, and are you already tired of being cold? How would you like to never be cold again? This is Dale with Fortress Clothing, and I'm here to tell you, you will never be cold again with Fortress. If you're tired of freezing your butt off, elk hunting, sitting in a tree stand, deer hunting, winter camping, fishing, ice fishing, no longer fear the cold. If you snowmobile, ski, snowboard, get Fortress. Sledding with the kids, shoveling the walks, shopping, or if you or your spouse get cold feet at home, get Fortress. If you're stuck outside working in the cold or find yourself in an emergency situation, get our winter bug out bag and you will never be cold again. Fortress is the answer, so quit complaining and go to FortressClothing.com. It's a mid-layer garment that goes with anything you want to wear. Enter coupon code RADIO and get 20% off any item. Go now while we still have inventory fortressclothing.com
paid non-attorney spokesperson. Injury Help Desk is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention heartburn drug users. If you or a loved one has taken Nexium, Prevacid, or Prilosec to treat heartburn, acid reflux, or indigestion, and suffered serious kidney damage, chronic kidney disease, or kidney failure, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Studies from the JAMA Internal Medicine indicate a significant increased risk of acute and chronic kidney disease from taking proton pump inhibitors. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with kidney failure or chronic kidney disease after taking Nexium, Prevacid, or Prilosec to treat heartburn, acid reflux, or indigestion, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk now. You may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Call 800-225-8944. That's 800-225-8944. Again, 800-225-8944. Call now. Will the government protect your family from Iran and North Korea's newest weapon, EMP? We buy guns to protect ourselves. Home, health, and car insurance for accidents. Maybe you also have food storage. But how would you keep your refrigerator running in a long-term EMP blackout? Using tested military designs, the Solark EMP-hardened solar generator protects and powers your critical appliances for years without burying items underground or wrapping them in aluminum foil. Unlike other preps, Solark is used every day to help offset your electric bill automatically. Visit PortableSolarLLC.com to learn how easily expandable the system is. Solark is the most affordable and powerful solution on the market. The whole system even fits in the back of a pickup or SUV and can install in less than an hour. See for yourself why Solark beats other off-grid systems at PortableSolarLLC.com. Don't wait for the government. Go to PortableSolarLLC.com to learn why Solark is energy insurance for your family. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. We have Jeff Gamut of the Mac Observer joining us again. And sometimes when we talk with him, we get into pop culture and comic books. But Jeff tells me he's not quite caught up with all the superhero shenanigans on the CW. So you watched the season finale from last year on The Flash, Mm -hmm. but it leads into a discussion. So as you recall, at the end of the episode, he wants to go back in time. He wants to prevent the death of his mother. Right. And I, I I get why he wanted to do that, because... He had previously not saved her when he had the opportunity. And then he watched his father die, and and he was in a very bad place. So I get why he would do that. Knowing full well, it's a really bad idea. And I'm sure that season three makes it very clear why that was a really bad idea. There is a series of comic books about Flashpoint. And what it's about is the Flash goes back in time. And changes something. As a result, he comes back to the present, and guess what? Everything has changed. So you can imagine here that if he goes back to prevent the death of his mother, everything in his current reality will be altered. He may not even be the Flash anymore. True. And he's already really messed up his, his own timeline by going back a couple times. 
and there was oh i forgot the the villain's name the the villain that that had the sonic gloves sure and yeah and he uh, he he's the guy that to help cisco figure out or what what happened to oh man i hate when i forget characters names the guy that catches on fire um anyhow so so the guy that figured all that out he dies initially but flash goes back in time and he ends up not dying. So, yeah, so he's already messed up his timeline a little bit. They've had nine episodes of The Flash this season. They just had the mid-season finale. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing about Flashpoint in the comics is that he messes up the past, which messes up his current reality. And that causes all sorts of complications. Not just for the initial Flashpoint episode, it's when he tries to go back and undo his damage that he causes a different kind of damage. And this is part and parcel of time travel in sci-fi. And I guess there's a technology angle here because obviously scientists would want to know, can we go back in time? Can we go forward in time? But the paradox of time travel is if you go back and you change ever so slightly something, will it complicate upon itself and cause repercussions and impact the future will you cease to exist and time travel has been part of tv and sci-fi lore for years there was a movie called time cop from Mm -hmm. jean-claude van damme where he is somebody who was charged with preventing changes to the time stream Mm -hmm. right we have of course the CW TV series Legends of Tomorrow, where they travel on a device called Wave Rider, and they're supposed to undo wrongs to the time stream, prevent things from changing. And of course, being that they're all screw ups, they keep changing things. And so of there are. Right. And so I will just give you a hint. Right now, the character played by Victor Garber, Martin Stein, I guess the Jewish character, who's half of the Firestorm character. Firestorm, that's the name of the character I was trying to remember. Uh, yes. Okay. He ends up with a daughter as a result of changes in the time stream. One, he caused himself to his past self. He was in contact to himself 30, 40 years ago and says something that causes the arrival of a daughter that he never had. So you understand how complicated this can be. Yes. So, I mean, if you basically dry a puddle, you may change the timeline in the past because the person who would trip on that puddle doesn't trip, doesn't suffer from a broken back and it destroys their life and people are not born. You see the consequences. Right. Or they, they don't meet the love of their life because they weren't slowed down by five seconds. Exactly. Yeah. Now, the other theory is that all you do is create a duplicate timeline. And there are multiple timelines depending on the actions you take. And there could be time travelers among us right now. And we don't know what they do because whatever they do becomes part of our own memories. But I'll give you just one Mm -hmm. really weird theory. And this is more for our paranormal radio show, The Paracast, which is... Ever see a situation where you experienced something and someone was with you and you talk to them and they recall something totally different? Now, we attribute this to the imperfections of human memory. But what if these two individuals existed in an 
separate timelines that came together because of some change made by a time traveler, and therefore you still have the dissimilar memories of a past event. That's kind of a clever idea. And, okay, so so let's run with that for a minute and assume that's how, how it's really working. Wouldn't it be fascinating to be able to drill back through someone's timeline that way and see what happened in alternate timelines? Of course, but there might be infinite alternate timelines. Like in the CW Arrowverse, their universe is Earth-1. Supergirl is Earth-38. Don't ask me about the other 36 between the two. Yeah, or how about all of the, the numbers that come after 38? Yeah. Well, in Flash, they they uh, hypothesized that there's an infinite number of Earths in infinite realities. So, th- hitting 38, man, we're at the low end still. Right. You see, you and I live in Earth 4000. Right. Earth 4000, where everything that we see in Arrow's Earth 1 universe is just a fiction. Exactly. Okay, so of course, none of this makes sense if you're not interested in that, but it is technology. What if scientists found a way to go into the past, go into the future? What would be the consequences? And has it been done already? We have to assume that possibly a thousand years from now, if man is still alive, I'm starting to think of that song in the year 2525 from the 1960s, right? If man... We're still alive if woman can survive. Whatever. What are they doing to the timeline? What have they done? And how is it impacting every day of our lives? That's why in Star Trek they have temporal agents. Because someone has to try and keep all of the the time travel under control and avoid uh, big problems with our timelines. Okay, coming to Supergirl, Mr. Mixias Pitalik. That's, I think, how they pronounce it. The M from the Fifth Dimension in the comic books? Oh, uh, I, I always pronounced it Mixelplicked, but no. I don't know. Well, I'm saying it closer to the way they said in Lois and Clark. The character appeared in Lois and Clark once. And the trick is, of course, that this character has to say or write his name backwards to go back to his dimension. That's coming to Supergirl. Also an all-musical episode of Supergirl and Flash, because half the actors in those two series are singers. Right. I liked how we got just a little taste of of Barry as a singer in Flash. When, right. Uh, now, he comes yeah, from he Glee. That's where he, yes. of course, showed off his singing and dancing chops. Melissa Benoist, if you go on YouTube, you'll find lots of scenes of her singing and dancing, and she's real good. Victor Garber, Broadway mm-hmm. star. Of course, Jeremy Jordan, who plays the computer nerd, Winslow Schott. He is, I think, a Tony Award-winning actor and singer. Laura mm-hmm. Benanti, who played Melania Trump in some of those TV shows. She's a Broadway star, a Tony Award-winning star, who also is a great singer. We've got more to come, and it's more about our technology universe. In this time frame, with Jeff Gamet, I'm Gene Steinberger, in the Tech Night Live. <laughs> for listening to GCN. 
Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Why be held hostage by your wireless carrier for two years? What if there were no contracts, no activation fees, no tracking, tracing, or draconian gimmicks? All on America's largest 4G LTE networks. Introducing PixWireless.com. Activate your Sprint, AT&T, and unlock GSM phones instantly. Bring your own device and make the switch today. Here's how. Call or click 1-800-205-9513 or PixWireless.com. Spelled P-I-X. PixWireless.com. This is Ben Gordon, and if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, Power Swabs is the answer. In five minutes, you'll see two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. There's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Power Swabs, call 1-800-290-8480. Your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free. 1-800-290-8480. That's 1-800-290-8480. And now, three recent financial memories. Remember the market drops of 02, the financial crisis of 08, the flash crash of 2010. It's not if, but when. What do you have in place to protect your profits? OnTheMarkMoney.com introduces WealthGuard, a complete portfolio monitoring system that sends out direct alerts when your accounts hit a targeted downside value, and it works with all your retirement accounts, even 401k. Learn how to get WealthGuard free. Go to OnTheMarkMoney.com. My computer is so slow, it's making me crazy. I used to have that problem. Did you quit using a computer or did you buy a new one? No, I called Geeks on Site. They made an appointment to visit my home and showed up the same day. You mean they didn't ask you to bring your computer to a shop? That's what happened when I called a support company. Geeks on Site can go to your home or business or even repair your computer online. They have 24-7 emergency service. If you are having problems with your PC or Mac, call Geeks on Site. 1-800-591-1682. Our friendly certified computer repair Repair experts are available 24-7. Call now for a free diagnosis. 1-800-591-1682. Data recovery, virus removal, and maintenance for all laptops, desktops, printers, and networks. That's Geeks on Site for friendly, certified computer repair experts available 24-7 over the phone or in your home or business. Just call 1-800-591-1682. That's 1-800-591-1682. 1-800-591-1682. I'm David Hall, founder of Diamond Gusset Jeans, here to wish you all a Merry Christmas. For over 20 years, we have built a loyal customer base with 100% American-made jeans featuring enhanced fit, comfort, durability, and style. Today, all of our inventory is discounted by 20%, so don't delay. 
Enjoy a wonderful shopping experience at gusset.com. Thanks for keeping our American dream alive, the original Diamond Gusset Gene. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. So we can see it now. Someone writes to our network, what is this thing here? This guy Steinberg and this guy Gamut are talking about time travel. Well, it is technology, right? All right, let's just move on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Apple TV single sign-on. Now, I don't know about you, but right now, I have made no effort to acquire a new Apple TV. Not because of price, but because I think Apple left important features on the table. Do you get where I'm at? Yes. And and I'm betting that you're wishing that the Apple TV currently supported 4K and had better voice control support. And HDR. It's not just 4K. Oh, yeah. And HDR. It's HDR. Because HDR is the thing that makes 4K visible regardless of what size screen your 4K TV has and how far you're looking when you watch it how far you are from the set. Otherwise, you know, if you have less than a 50-inch set and you're sitting at a normal distance in your living room or bedroom, good luck in seeing 4K. Right. Yeah. Well, I I think most people that... No, that's not fair. I think a lot of people buying 4K TVs today don't have enough research under their belts to understand what they're buying. And I think they end up buying televisions where the 4K experience is lost on them. It's too big for the space they're in. They're sitting too close. And they they might as well not, not have a 4K TV. In the early days of HD, people would watch standard definition. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I remember the first time I got an upscaling Blu-ray player. And... Then I saw just how crappy all my DVDs were. So, yeah, but that's another example of not doing your research before you buy something and then being disappointed when, uh, when you find out that you're not really getting what you thought you were. And this is the year for 4K TV. Because except for the very cheapest models, every set, even a $300 TV set, is 4K. But you also have to look in the fine print Is it Ultra HD with HDR? And suddenly you're spending a few hundred dollars more to get the enhanced color. Now, Apple has done its own enhanced color, which they've added to the latest iPhones and the new iMacs and the MacBook Pros that just came out, the controversial ones. They all have enhanced color. So this is going to spread everywhere. Mm -hmm. Apple is there. The one version of the iPad Pro, the 9.7-inch version, has the enhanced color. And for TV sets, with the enhanced color, you'll see a difference, even if you can't see the 4K resolution advantage. I think for for most people, it's that enhanced color that's going to make a, a bigger difference in their viewing experience, more so than the 4K. Otherwise, if you can't afford it, get the largest 4K set you can afford. That's all. You know, if you can fit the 60 inch or the 65 inch in your living room or master bedroom, You'll see a difference unless you're really far from the set. And of course, you have to have 4K content, but they will upscale regular content. There's not a lot of 4K, though, out there. 
No, Ver- there's not. Amazon Instant Video has it. They have it at Netflix, but you need a fairly good broadband connection. Right. So the yeah. minimum is 15 megabits, which means you need at least two or three times that. Because if 15 megabits, that's a minimum. If the service slows down, it's going to rebuffer to a lower resolution or you'll have problems with the reception. So if you want to see yeah. streaming 4K, get 30, 45 or whatever you can get from your ISP. Yeah, my, my rule of thumb is don't go below 25 megabit. And and only if when you're watching your 4K content, there won't be anything else taking up any bandwidth. So if you have your children using their iPhones or their iPads or streaming something, forget about it. You don't need 25. You want 50. You want 50. Yeah. Or higher. But, you know, then, then you hit that point where the bandwidth that you get it doesn't balance out with the the bandwidth that you have on your network. So there there comes a point, depending on your network setup, where it doesn't matter how fast your, your connection is, you're not going to get anything any faster. Okay, the next thing is, of course, the Ultra HD Blu-ray format. And right now, I think there's only one true Ultra HD Blu-ray player from Samsung that's about $200 or so. There are other sets that upconvert. So they take a standard 1080p Blu-ray program, and they upscale the 4K. That's not real 4K. You want real 4K? Right now, I think Samsung was the only one this season. Next year, they'll all have it. And instead of $200, it'd be $150 or $100. It will slowly, like it always does, come down to the cheapest Blu-ray players. But be careful there. When you look at the specs, it has to say it does Ultra HD. If it says it does 4K upsampling, well, that's what it means. Mm-hmm. And you also need a special Blu-ray disc, one that supports Ultra HD. And there are some of the new movies are coming out that way. They do not appear to cost any more than the traditional Blu-ray, at least as far as I noticed in Amazon, but only a handful. The satellite and cable providers, DirecTV, I believe, has a 4K set-top box. Dish, I think, is still working on one. I don't know about your local cable guy. It's going to come. It's going to probably take another year or two for you to see content. And remember, with higher resolution, it means that they're going to have to have fewer channels to present 4K because it's using Mm -hmm. four times the bandwidth. Okay? It's using four times as many pixels, four times the bandwidth, but of course there is a new standard H.265, which compresses it, so maybe it's twice the bandwidth. But that means they can present fewer channels, and it will take a while before cable companies increase capacity, before the satellite companies send up more dishes, or cut back on the number of channels. I mean, right now you've got, what, 300 channels and nothing to watch. But I'd rather have 150 with stuff I'd like to watch. Well, yeah, me too. Uh, But my guess is what they're going to do is come up with their own, when I say they, I mean the different uh, service providers. They're going to come up with their own proprietary compression systems that they put on top of whatever compression is already there. And they'll feed out lower quality streams to people and say, yeah, but it's 4K. We just compressed it. I, I remember seeing 
that with Comcast a few years ago with HD content. And they, you know, I called them because at the time I, I wasn't a cable cutter yet. And my, my show quality or the image quality was really bad. So I, I called for tech support. Turns out there's nothing wrong. And it was just their, their new compression. And they said, and it's so good, you'll never notice. To which I replied, then why am I on the phone with you? So anyhow, my expectation is that we're going to see compression applied on top of compression for 4K streams to cut down on the bandwidth. And a lot of people, they won't realize because they don't know what to look for. So they, they won't know that they're getting a, a really crappy stream. But then the rest of us, we're not going to be happy at all. I think that over the years, though, the quality of the HD image from the different cable and satellite companies is better. So one time I was watching HD <laughs> from Cox, and it got to be pretty bad on some channels. Okay, really, really bad and really noisy, and the image would break up. And I got to look at what Cox is doing now, and it's a whole lot better. So it's a matter also of learning the best, most efficient techniques. And maybe customers yes. complaining. Customers saying, hey, I'm not paying for this. What are you doing to us? And eventually they get the message and they, they do something about it. That's what I'm hoping happens. They get the message and we get better quality. We can always dream, folks. Getting back to Apple. Mm -hmm. Now, I think Apple screwed up immensely. In doing that, now your colleague, John Martellaro, said that he felt Apple developed this product maybe quite a bit of time earlier than it was released, hoping to have their own subscription service ready. And that when it didn't happen, they just had this Apple TV. Now, maybe they should have re-engineered it. And I thought they'd do it this year because this is the year that 4K comes to an, into its own. And now, if I'm looking for a streamer, I'm not married to Apple, and I don't really care so much about Siri, I can go to Roku, which has HDR sure. support. I can mm -hmm. look at Amazon Instant Video and see whether one of their Fire TV units might do what I want. But Apple mm -hmm. is sitting there, and they're sitting on yesterday's technology, and that doesn't look so good for Apple. Let's get into more of that in a moment. 4K, Apple TV, not having 4K support. Gene Steinberg with Jeff Gamet. This is the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. 
That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So we look at this here now. Mm -hmm. Apple TV, Jeff Gamut, missing 4K. I suppose this is not something that they can just do in firmware. It probably has to be re-engineered. Different ways of converting the video stream. Stuff like that. Where is it? That's a really good question. When when Apple released the fourth generation Apple TV, which is the most current model, I picked one up even though it didn't have 4K. For me, the 4K wasn't a big deal because I still don't have a 4K television. And I figured by the time I got around to wanting to get a new Apple TV, I'd probably end up with a new television as well. And by that point, we'd be looking at uh, at a 4K model. I, I really figured, or I really believed that the, the fourth generation Apple TV was a one-year product and they were going to come out with a 4K version. And they have not. And I figured the reason they didn't do 4K was at the time that they released the Apple TV, the fourth generation Apple TV, they weren't convinced that the standards had really locked in place. Well, they're locked in place now. So we should have that 4K Apple TV. I find it really weird that we don't. And I'm not sure what Apple is thinking, although... If Apple is planning on creating a, a product that competes directly with, with the Amazon Echo and now the Google Home, and it's going to be based off of Apple TV, that may be holding them up. So they may be working on a 4K Apple TV that has this integrated home voice control system. And if that's the case, all right, that explains why it's not out yet. Although you'd think Apple would be pretty close to releasing something by now. But still, where is it? Maybe everything didn't quite come together. And part of it also is HDR, because there are two HDR standards. One's a Dolby system, one's a different system. And I can give you all the numbers and it won't make a difference. A lot of the HDR sets support one or the other or both. For example, Vizio supported the Dolby version and then added firmware later on for the other. Not that every customer gets a firmware update. It gets to be pretty complicated, doesn't it? Yeah. In any case, that may be it also that 
Apple wanted to get the latest technology and missed the timeline. Maybe they're waiting for some new chips. Uh, that could be also. Because, you know, it's using the A-series chips, and maybe they're coming out with a special chip that would be more efficient in decoding video. I don't know. I mean, Apple doesn't look good saying nothing. This is like the Macs, for example. So Apple says they're committed to the Mac, but they're not giving us any hints about whether there will ever be another Mac Pro, about what might come. We understand Apple wants to keep things a secret, but right now, Microsoft is nipping at their heels with a really good Surface book and some of the action about the Surface Studio, which, of course, is kind of sort of like an iMac 5K with this touchscreen. With the tilty head thing. The tilting thingy, thingamabob or something. Right. It's weird right now. It feels like we've slid into a bizarro world where Microsoft is the innovator and Apple is playing catch up. And what I'm hoping is that it looks that way because we're seeing companies like Microsoft push forward with products based on the technology that's available today. And what I'm hoping is that Apple is doing their usual thing and being just very tight-lipped, which doesn't serve them well at times. And they're working on what the new technology is. And so what we'll be seeing soon are products that leapfrog what everyone else is doing. And now everyone else will be playing catch-up again. But today, it sure doesn't feel like people are playing catch-up to Apple. I have one of the new Touch Bar MacBook Pros. And I love it. I think it's a fantastic machine. But I get why some people look at this and think that maybe it was a stopgap product just to get something out the door or that Apple has lost their focus and they're not in touch with what pro computer users need anymore. Well, that's a big deal there. You know, whether it's a pro machine and we hear the arguments. So, for example, what about the fact that you can't add more than 16 gigabytes of RAM. Now, Apple has a logical explanation for that. They'd have to use a different sort of memory controller using slower memory that is not nearly as power efficient. So the amount of time that the unit can be idle before needing to be recharged is much shorter and battery life suffers. So Right. That changes when Apple starts using KB Lake processors. But KB Lake quad cores were not shipping when they built that MacBook Pro. Yeah, that's not until spring. So maybe we'll see another refresh to the MacBook Pro much earlier than we've previously seen so that they can move us to Kaby Lake and then you can have a 32 gig MacBook Pro just like people wanted right now. Now, there are some PC notebooks that do it, but you have a trade-off and Apple doesn't do that. Apple doesn't make a product where you have two totally different logic boards to accommodate different product specs. It's like having two MacBook Pros, the power-efficient MacBook Pro and the allegedly more powerful MacBook Pro that uses more memory but slower memory, so therefore it's Mm -hmm. getting ever so slightly slower performance, but maybe you gain the advantage of having 32 gigabytes of memory. That's it. So I don't think Apple will ever do that kind of thing. I know we've had discussions over at the technightowl.com blog where some of our readers are saying, well, Apple should do it. No, they shouldn't do it because it doesn't make sense for them. That's not the way Apple does things. They'll wait till they can put in the fastest memory, the most power efficient memory, because remember, there's no way to switch from one to the other. They're totally incompatible. It's not like you take an iMac where you get 16 gigs and you say, you know what? I need 32. 
And that's fine because the chips are out there and they're cheap. Right. Yeah, you can't really do that with a MacBook Pro. They're not the compromises Apple is willing to make. That totally fits in with what you were saying about Apple doesn't compromise like that. So for now, we get a 16 gigabyte MacBook Pro and that's it. Live with it. But if you live with the previous MacBook Pro, it shouldn't be that horrendous a difference. Yeah. Well, if you have the previous generation MacBook Pro and you don't need a new computer, I don't see a compelling reason why you should upgrade it to the the Touch Bar MacBook Pro. I was coming from a from an early 2012 Retina MacBook Pro, so I was really due for for a new computer. So I was glad to get this new machine. Any problems at all? Uh, the, actually, I had a really weird problem a couple days ago. Touch ID stopped working. And my first thought was that I had a defective computer and the Touch ID sensor had failed. And I did a little bit of troubleshooting. Well, it turns out that my MacBook Pro deleted my fingerprint data. So Touch ID was off because it didn't have any record of me ever setting up a fingerprint for it to, to use. So you're saying so I, here that the touch bar doesn't work without the fingerprint? No, the touch bar works out without a fingerprint just fine. Touch ID needs your fingerprint. Okay, obviously, yeah. So we yeah, don't so- know why that happened. Now, we understand Apple is in the final stages of a new Mac OS Sierra update. Yes, 10.12.2. And that's supposed to to fix a graphics uh, artifacting issue that some people are having. And people that are having it are probably laughing right now that I described it in those terms. What what those people would would probably say is, this is the thing that makes my screen go red and unusable. Uh, So that's going to get fixed. There are... uh, uh, a few other bugs that are getting fixed. One of them has to do with connecting peripherals and then having the the system crash. So that that's kind of a big one. My guess is that there there will be a surprisingly high number of weird issues people are having that will go away once ten point twelve point two officially ships. Now, as we do this show on a Thursday afternoon, Apple has launched another beta of 10.12.2. So we'll see. Now, and difference, well, let me get into this after we do this. We'll talk about that forthcoming update and more with Jeff Gamet. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night Out Live. <music> Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de. Let me spell that. 
www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Honey, what is that in your CPAP mask? Oh, that's just my mold collection. Oh, gross. And what is that? What, that bacteria colony right there? Yeah, cool, huh? Okay, CPAP users, admit it. You're not always as careful about cleaning your system as you should be. Unfortunately, a dirty mask and hose can make you sick. Respiratory infections, allergy attacks, and more. But now there's an easy way to protect yourself. SoClean.com has released the world's first and only automated CPAP cleaner and sanitizer. It kills 99.9% of CPAP germs in minutes. For a limited time, you can try it risk-free for 30 days. Just call 1-800-944-1065. SoClean is hands-free. Just pop in your mask, close the lid, and presto, your CPAP comes out clean and fresh in minutes. Don't let germs wreak havoc on your health. Call in the next 10 minutes for your risk-free trial. 1-800-944-1065. That's 1-800-944-1065. Don't know what contaminants are lurking in your water? Time to get a ProPure. Take advantage of ProPure's holiday sale. Save 25% on all ProPure water filter products. Sales good through December 31st. There's a ProPure water filter for you. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. Attention small business owners. Want to save money on your employee health insurance plan? Learn the little-known solution that could save thousands of dollars on your health insurance benefits and save your employees money, too. Call Health Markets for a free consultation, and one of our 3,000 local agents will show you how to make health care reform work for you. We'll design customized solutions for your business that can lower health care costs for you and your employees. We'll work directly with you to determine your needs. We search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide. You'll also find out if tax credits could save you money. Best of all, the service is free of charge. See why Health Markets has enrolled Americans in more than 2 million insurance policies. You don't have to wait for open enrollment to lower your cost. Call now. Find out how much you and your employees could be saving. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-930-5137. That's 800-930-5137. 800-930-5137. Are you looking to become more self-sufficient? Then you need to have your own energy source. The Solark EMP Hardened Generator is automatic, maintenance-free, and reduces your monthly electric bill. You can also take it off-grid when you go camping. Contact PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875 today. Portable Solar LLC gives you everything you need to start using solar energy in less than one hour. Solark EMP Hardened Solar Generator Energy Insurance. For your family or business, call Portable Solar LLC today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. So, if you're running Mac OS X Sierra on your Mac, the update should be finished soon. The sixth beta has already been seeded to developers and to public beta testers by the time you hear this. 
so we have the graphics glitches, and some of that might be when you have the 15-inch MacBook Pro and the dual graphics. And this happened in the early days when the first MacBook Pro with Retina display came out. When it switches from the integrated graphics to this discrete graphics for faster graphics performance, things go awry. Mm-hmm. You know, real technical term. I believe that is the correct technical term. And then oh. the other one is time machine backups can crash on you sometimes. Yes. I've heard of that. And there are scattered complaints of poor battery life. We had a tech journalist on here a couple of weeks back, got himself a new 13-inch MacBook Pro, the one with the touch bar, Mm -hmm. and he's getting five and a half hours on the battery. And he said, you know what? You know, I've used MacBooks for years, never had that bad. And he said, I'm not doing anything really weird. I'm not sitting here running Photoshop all day and doing rendering. So I'm just doing my normal stuff. He's getting five and a half hours. And if you look at the reviews, most of the reviews, there are a couple of exceptions, said that Apple's battery life estimate of 10 hours is close to the mark, pretty close, you know, Mm -hmm. give or take. We're finding some users saying, no, I'm getting five hours, six hours. It may be partly because on the 15-inch model, the failure to switch graphics back from the more powerful to the regular graphics that increases the use of the battery, okay? That may be one issue. The mm-hmm. other issue might be, you know, the normal operating system nonsense that happens. We see this on iPhones and iPads all the time. With a new OS, suddenly the battery life is inferior for a couple of releases, and Apple figures it out and undoes what they did, or they yeah, find a source the and they get to code it. code they forgot to remove, whatever, yes. Sure, debugger code is gone. So perhaps this forthcoming second maintenance update to Mac OS Sierra will have a fix that will improve battery life under some circumstances. But till then, everybody's screaming. I mean, with the MacBook Pro, I've never seen such screaming. I think there's a lot of people that feel like Apple owed them something more than what we were given. And for some people, it's probably a legitimate complaint. For other people, it's probably a misguided sense of self-entitlement. Whatever the reason is, it's pretty clear that that people are really frustrated with the computer that Apple released. We, We went a really long time without a significant change to the MacBook Pro. And then Apple gives us a two hour event to tell us how amazing this new computer is. And for the features it does have, I don't think that warranted a two-hour event. And I'm guessing a lot of other people feel that way too. But I'm actually really pleased with this computer. I've, I've been using it for about a week and a half now, like, like continuously using it for about a week and a half. And the performance has been uh, on par with what I expected. The battery life has been really good. I had that weird problem with Touch ID, but I re-entered my fingerprint, and that's fine. It's the, the colors on the screen, I think, are really nice. It took me a little while to realize why everything looks slightly different. The default resolution on the new MacBook Pro is a little bit higher than it is on the previous models, so things look slightly smaller so that you have more screen space. But if that bothers you, you just go and change your display settings and you're back to the old display. But the colors look great. I think it's a really nice computer. I've been really happy with it so far. 
No graphics glitches. Battery life is good. Right. Yeah. The one weird thing I had was that Touch ID problem, and I have no idea why it happened, but it's fine now. Okay. You have the 13 or the 15? I have the 15. So I did the 15 with the top of the line stock processor, which is what, a a 2.8 gigahertz, 2.9 gigahertz, I think, uh, Core i7 processor. So that comes with 16 gigs of RAM. I did the higher end Radeon video card in it and called it good. Oh, one uh, one terabyte SSD. Okay, you spent a lot then. Yeah, I spent a lot of money. But I buy a computer and I use it hard for several years. And it's worth it for me to spend that extra money up front so that my computer remains reasonably usable for a longer period of time. So you think spending 500 or $750 now extra makes up for itself because you keep it another year or two? Right. Okay, that's the big problem with things like graphics glitches and battery life issues that not everyone has the problem and those that do will scream the loudest. Right. And if, if, if I was having a serious problem with this laptop, you would have already known. But I, I would. I could sense the foam coming from his mouth. Then, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm really pleased with this computer, and I'm and I'm surprised that the Touch Bar is something that I'm finding real uses for. So it's it's not just a gimmick little light up screen thing on my keyboard. It's something I'm actually using. How so? Uh, well, the first thing I did was I took Siri out of the touch bar because I found that I just don't use Siri on my Mac, so I don't need to have a button there. And I replaced it with the screen capture button. And so now when I want to do a screenshot, instead of doing Command-Shift-3 or Command-Shift-4 or Spacebar to take a, a screenshot, I tap the camera button, and then I tap what type of screenshot I want to take, and I'm done. So that's actually something I've been using quite a bit. I added an app that gives me an application switcher right on the touch bar. and uh, It's called Touch Switcher. And that's been actually handy. I mean, I command tab all day long, jumping between apps. But sometimes it's actually easier and faster for me to tap this little app icon on the touch bar and see uh, a row of the apps I have running and tap the one I want to jump to. Oh, heck, I use... I use something else. I use the dock. Okay. See, there you go. And the dock works great too. It's it. What it comes down to is which system works best for you. And I was surprised to find that this adding this app to the uh, touch bar turned out to be a useful thing for me. Now, if you sat in the CEO's chair at Apple and we'll have to extend this to our next segment, (laughs) don't answer it now. I'm going to frame the question. Okay, so you are the Tim Cook doppelganger for a day, and you're making the final decisions about production of the MacBook Pro with Touch Bar. Would you have done anything at all different? And I'm pointing out the fact that there are a lot of opinions about this. This is a very polarized product release. So we'll hear what Jeff Gamut of the Mac Observer reincarnated as Tim Cook for a day or going into an alternate time frame as they say. We'll hear what he has to say on the other side. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Owl Live. (laughs) 
are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. And now, three recent financial memories. Remember the market drops of 02, the financial crisis of 08, the flash crash of 2010. It's not if, but when. What do you have in place to protect your profits? OnTheMarkMoney.com introduces WealthGuard, a complete portfolio monitoring system that sends out direct alerts when your accounts hit a targeted downside value, and it works with all your retirement accounts, even 401k. Learn how to get WealthGuard free. Go to OnTheMarkMoney.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. Dangerous blood clot device alert. If you or a loved one had an IVC filter placed to prevent blood clots from traveling to your heart or lungs and suffered an injury, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. The FDA warns that IVC filters may cause serious complications, such as heart or lung damage, internal bleeding, and even death. These dangerous blood clot devices can break and the metal fragments can travel to your heart or lungs causing serious injuries. If you or a loved one suffered organ damage or other injuries from an IVC filter, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-478-1507. 800-478-1507. 800-478-1507. This is an advertisement. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. InjuryHelpDesk.com is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more. And this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. ParanormalDate.com and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? 
See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Bend Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. So now we go into this alternate time zone, the Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Mac Flashpoint. You're Tim Cook on the day he makes the final decisions. And we don't know how he really did it, but we're just kind of compress it into one day. It could be a week, could be a month, it could be a set of decisions. You're making the final decisions. Jeff Gamet reincarnated as Tim Cook. What would you have done differently? I would have released a Skylake MacBook Pro in uh, uh, the summer, like late summer. And it it would it would have been the stopgap machine, so it would have taken us up to a more modern processor, and it would have had many of the features that we have on the the new MacBook Pro, but not the Touch Bar. And then I would have done a refresh at the end of spring 2017 with a KB Lake version of the computer that that we got this fall so it would have had the the newest processor we could have gone to 32 gigs of ram it would have had the touch bar the new screen the usb-c just like they did it just would have come a little bit later but we would have had an interim machine that at least got us up to skylake while we waited for next spring so you're saying then we could have had like a late spring early summer update just Mm -hmm. taking the existing macbook pro form factor and just refreshing the parts Right. And Fast then, and dirty. Right. And then we don't have people complaining about the extended gap between uh, product refreshes. And it buys Apple time to really work on the KB Lake version of the uh, uh, of the computer. And KB Lake, for those of you that don't know, that's the code name for a, a chipset, Intel-based chipset f- for the computers. And Skylake is the version Apple is using right now in the MacBook Pro. And they put that in when they stopped using Haswell. You know, so up until this computer came out, we were using a a several years old version of a processor. I yeah, I totally would have given us a, a new computer in the summer with Skylake, and then end of next spring given us the KB Lake big refresh, and then introduced the Touch Bar, and that's when I would have brought the Touch Bar in. Okay, you were split into two introductions: a quick and dirty refresh, and then the final product next year. The question would be then, would that have hurt sales potential? Maybe Apple felt that this way they could boost sales faster. 
Um, my guess is they thought about that and looked at the numbers and decided that they were better off going the route that they did. It looks like it's paid off at least on some level because they're selling these computers really fast. So for as much complaining as we're hearing, there's a lot of people buying the Touch Bar MacBook Pro. So what do you expect to see next spring? Perhaps another MacBook, of course, iMac, but what about the Mac Mini and the Mac Pro? The Mac Pro, I think, is totally up in the air. Um, my my feeling is if we haven't seen a new Mac Pro by the end of spring, that's it. The Mac Pro is done. Apple's just out of that market. I know there's a lot of people that are saying Apple's out of that market already, but uh, I'm I'm thinking there's a slim chance that maybe they've been holding out because of the processors that they wanted and they'll be able to get things in quantity so that they can do a big refresh at the end of next spring, beginning of the summer. Uh, The Mac Mini, I think, is just a a dead product. I think that Apple is done with that and that it's going to slowly wither away just like the Thunderbolt display did, where it just kind of lingers around without any changes or or, uh, well, not even uh, a minor update. And then one day it's just gone. Now, I looked at the list of KB Lake parts and there is a Xeon version, which is what they use in the Mac Pro, except mm-hmm. the ones I saw were four core and Apple wants eight and they also want 12. So they may be waiting for more KB Lake revisions to Xeon before they do this. Yeah, my my guess is that the Xeon processors that they use in the Mac Pro, assuming we do get a refresh, it's not going to be from the KB Lake chipset. It it will be from another part of Intel's product lineup. Okay. And just exactly which that that will be, well, the easy way to guess what Apple's going to do, and this is going to sound horrible. Look at what HP is doing with their Z series of pro-level computers. So that's their desktop and their laptop computers. And HP has, uh, quite frankly, been eating Apple's lunch when it comes to making uh, quality hardware for the pro market. Uh, They may not be pretty machines, but they run circles around the Mac Pro right now. And my, my guess is that what we're seeing as far as processor chipsets in the HP Z series desktops gives you an idea of what we can expect in a refreshed Mac Pro, assuming Apple gives us one. And again, it wouldn't cost much to do this. They just have to update the logic board to support the new chips. And that's pretty much it. You know, then add a maybe a faster SSD, new graphics again. It's a fairly inexpensive update to do. It's the only it Mac being made in America. And, of course, we have President-elect Trump making a huge deal about made in America. So this would be the wrong product to allow to discontinue. Yeah, well, uh, unless Apple plans on on uh, ramping up iMac, some iMac production in the United States, they do, at least they were for a little while, making a very small number of iMacs in the United States. So they, they, they could ramp up their their production for iMacs and then drop the Mac Pro and and still have a noticeable product that has U.S. manufacturing happening. 
Now, the other thing Apple can do with the iMac, and I've speculated about this with other guests, and that is there is an eight-core Intel i7 chip. I don't know how good it is or what's involved, but they could possibly provide a high-end configuration of iMac with the eight-core chip, support of up to 64 gigabytes of memory, and two internal SSDs. Mm-hmm. I don't think that would entail a lot of major development costs. And that would be like an iMac Pro that would offer probably 90% of the performance most people expect to get from a Mac Pro at still a much lower price. It would be $3,500 to $4,500 with everything installed. But that would be a possible alternative that would capture most, not all, but most of the professional market. So we have to see what would happen there. There's a part of the professional market that's using iMacs already. And I I was surprised just recently when I got to go to a screening of, of, um, uh, for the love of Spock, which is the documentary that, that Leonard Nimoy's son did about Leonard Nimoy. And after the screening, there were a couple of the of the producers at the event, and they were talking about the process and taking questions. And someone asked them, "What hardware did you use to edit this movie?" And the first thing that they rattled off was a couple iMacs, and then of course RAID systems connected up to that. But they did the movie on two iMacs. So that that was kind of impressive. And I've talked to other people that that are using iMacs at that level as well, but there's still limitations. You know, you're you're not going to turn a bunch of iMacs into a render farm for for CGI. You still need serious hardware for that, which is something the Mac Pro should be able to to do. And yet, it's languishing. We have some serious announcements to give you. More to come on the Tech Night Owl Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com host. Once again, that's technightowl.com host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com.
By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blocket Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. This is Ben Gordon, and if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, Power Swabs is the answer. In five minutes, you'll see two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. There's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Power Swabs, call 1-800-290-8480. Your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free. 1-800-290-8480. That's 1-800-290-8480. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-615-7709. That's 800-615-7709. 800-615-7709. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. We're back with Jeff Gamet for one final segment. He's from the Mac Observer at MacObserver.com, and we were talking briefly about the Mac Pro and the possibilities. Apple Car. Now, there's a letter quoted in the media from Apple about looking into AI technology, self-driving technology. What's going on here? Okay, so the distilled version is Apple is asking the government, the, the United States government, 
to take a more hands-off approach to the standards for artificial intelligence as it relates to autonomous vehicles. Where Apple's going with this is that they, they feel that the players in the market are in a much better place to be able to figure out where this technology needs to go as far as regulations and standards than the government is right now. So Tim is asking the government if they would just kind of sit back for a little while and let the autonomous vehicle designers work a lot of stuff out. And then we can move forward and figure out exactly how the regulations need to to come into play. Which on one hand seems reasonable, but on the other hand, we are talking about playing with people's lives. So I'm kind of torn. I don't know if we really need the government intervention yet, but I also don't like the idea of companies playing fast and loose with our safety. But we're also coming into a time where the government may be less involved in regulation. So they're taking Mm -hmm. advantage of that. That's a good point. And I've heard people say that this letter is the definitive proof of the path Apple is taking with its car program. And they're saying this is the, the sign that Apple is going to team up with other car companies for what they're doing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't think this is definitive for anything other than Tim Cook saying, look, we don't need regulation yet in this space. Well, part of it also is that the regulations require that you pretty much tell everything about what you're working on to the government for their approval. And Apple wants to do things in secret where they can. I mean, they were forced probably because of that situation to disclose what they've disclosed. Yes. And this is as close as we have gotten to Apple saying, we have a car project in the works. Up till this point, it's all been insider information and speculation and piecing together uh, paper trails for purchases and leases. Now we have Apple advocating to keep regulation out of this space for now. That's a really good sign that Apple's doing something in that space. So the issue is forced on them. We have to see where it goes. I mean, obviously, at the minimum, that's what we would have expected from Apple. Not so much a car, but the technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they may do something like they've done with CarPlay, where they partner with multiple car makers, or they may have something else in mind. I mean, maybe they are really working on their own car that they want to have in showrooms and people go and buy it and has a little Apple hood ornament. That's possible. It's hard to say right now exactly what Apple's end game is going to be for the automotive market, but it's pretty clear that they think right now they can bring something to that space where they really disrupt the market in a positive way. That's kind of cool and interesting. That would definitely be a new market for Apple, but that's what they do. They find new markets and disrupt them. And remember, too, if Apple comes out with a car, they wouldn't have to bring that to the authorities for approval until possibly a year or two before it's released and goes on sale. And if that were to happen in 2020 or 2021, Apple has time yet to make that final decision. But right now, it's in the early stages, and I guess they needed to at least get something on the table about autonomous driving. I'm still, you know, don't think I'm going to do it. I'd love to see that because I'm getting older. And I think, hey, I can drive pretty good now. I think. Mm -hmm. But maybe there'll be a time in the next few years where I have to say, I got to give up this key. 
My wife has vision problems, so the chances of her driving, although she's seven years younger, are not terribly high. So having a car that could help you out sounds kind of compelling. Yes, it does. You know, when I drive these days, I don't like to drive as long as I did when I was a kid. I would take a thousand mile trip at the drop of a hat. I don't wear hats, but at the drop of something, at the drop of my finger, whatever. I would take a thousand mile trip. In fact, I think two or three weeks after I learned how to drive, we moved to another part of the country, a 1200 mile trip. So I had Mm -hmm. to do a lot of learning very fast to figure that out, you know, going to different places, all sorts of different kinds of roads. It wasn't all interstate. There was some two lane driving. So I had to get used to a lot of things very quickly. Now I don't like to take those kind of trips anymore. I take a 50 mile trip. I say, that's enough. Yeah, let someone else drive for you. I don't like that. I don't like to be driven because I worry about the person driving. I'm particular about who I will let drive for me. That was an awkward sentence. I'm really particular about when I will be a passenger in someone else's car. How's that sound? Well, I mean, if it's a cab driver, I just say, okay, they're a professional. They wreck cars too often, so I'll let them do it. But if it's somebody else in the family, my son may be. But you see, I remember my son when he first learned how to drive. And we gave him an old Honda Accord. And Mm -hmm. he bashed and beat up that car something fierce. He had like six accidents in it. So when I sold it off, I think we had back in pretty decent shape. But nobody who looked at that car, even if it looked pretty good to me, nobody who knew anything about cars would fail to recognize that a lot had been damaged along the way. Yeah, but it was probably a really good car for him to use as a learner car. And hopefully he learned from from all those experiences and is a much better driver now. He doesn't drive much. He comes to America, he drives. But he lives in Madrid and he's a commuter. He sees no reason to have a car there because the public transportation is sufficient to get him to and from work, to get him to wherever he has to go, or he walks there. You know, I own a car... I live in a part of Boulder in Colorado where I can leave my car parked most of the time. And I love it. Being able to walk to so many places or ride my bike to so many places is really great. It it gets me out. It lets me walk around, helps me stay in shape. I'm not having as much of a negative impact on the environment as some other people are. If I didn't need to have a car all the time, I would seriously consider not having one at all. So I totally get where your son is coming from. And I think it's awesome that he lives in a place where he doesn't have to have a car all the time. Now, when I lived in New York, I used to go to Long Island Railroad or New Jersey Transit. But the park and ride slots there, the parking spaces were so narrow. You go away and over a period of several weeks, your car would build up a collection of dings on the side doors. And that was really horrible. I just hated that. And that's why I'm reluctant to try these park and drive situations. Although the parking stalls here are much safer. In any case, Jeff Gamut, please tell our listeners where we can find more of your stuff. Oh, sure. Well, you can find me over at MacObserver.com, along with a lot of other incredibly talented and brilliant people. And you can find me on Twitter. I'm Jay Gamut. If you're interested in seeing the things I observe people do in coffee shops, and people do really weird stuff in coffee shops, freshbrewedtales.com. Find us, the Tech Night Owl, at Twitter. Look for Tech Night Owl on Twitter. 
Also, check out our other radio show about UFOs and things that go bump in the night. It's called The Paracast. At Paracast.com, our guest this week is Nick Redfern, very popular author. Check him out at Amazon. His latest book, Women in Black. Not men in black, but women in black. Nick Redfern on The Paracast at Paracast.com. And the best way to support the Tech Night Owl Live for the holidays is to become a member of Tech Night Owl Plus. You get the commercial-free version of this show with fewer ads for, in fact, practically no ads, for $4.99 a month or less if you go for a long-term subscription. Check it out, plus.technightowl.com, P-L-U-S dot We welcome your membership to support the show. Jeff Gamet, thanks for joining us in the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me on. I always love getting to come in and chat with you. The Tech Night Out Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.